Hey, what's up everybody? This is Austin Haynes with the Waking Justice Project, and this is your daily wake-up call. Here's what the corporatocracy is up to today, September 30th, 2019. You can visit our website at wakingjustice.org for more details. This is our Monday Roundup, in case you missed any news over the last week. Here are the headlines. Last Monday, September 23rd, we produced a special edition of the Daily Wake Up Call about the global climate strike. We focused on the campaign founder, 16-year-old Greta Thunberg from Sweden. Millions of people across 185 countries joined Greta against inaction by governments on the climate crisis. It was the largest climate protest in history. Greta kicked off the event with an amazing speech before the U.S. Congress last Thursday. But her speech was never televised, so hardly anyone got to hear it. Our team put together a narration of Greta's speech. You can check it out on our September 23rd podcast. And please share it with others. It's an important speech that everyone needs to hear. Last Tuesday, we shared another speech by Greta. It was her stunning speech at the UN Climate Summit that went immediately viral. In her opener, she addressed the politicians and bureaucrats in the audience. Her voice heavy with emotion, she said, quote, people are suffering, people are dying, entire ecosystems are collapsing. We are in the beginning of a mass extinction and all you can talk about is money and fairy tales of eternal economic growth. How dare you? She concludes saying the eyes of all future generations are upon you. And if you choose to fail us, I say, we will never forgive you. The world is waking up and change is coming, whether you like it or not. Wow, amen, little sister. What Greta was doing in not so subtle terms was calling out the corruption of the UN climate science by the corporatocracy. As we have previously reported, the UN has hosted annual climate change talks with governments and industry over the past 20 years and accomplished little to nothing. But one thing the UN has accomplished consistently is vastly underestimating the urgency of climate change. As resilience.org describes it, every year now, it's deja vu. We hear major climate impacts are happening, quote, sooner than expected, or worse than predicted, etc. And now, scientists are saying that our near-term future is, quote, far worse than the worst-case scenario. What the hell? The new research accounts for tipping points and feedback loops. And so far, all the models agree. The planet is actually warming at twice the rate previously predicted. Yikes. Last Wednesday, we reported that the leaders of Britain, France, and Germany have all joined the Trump administration now in blaming Iran for the recent missile attacks on Saudi Arabia's oil fields. We have previously reported that the oil field bombings followed a curious coincidence. The week before the bombings took place, finance experts were saying that the Saudi strength in the global marketplace was weakening. It's due to the current glut of global oil and falling oil prices. Ironically, 
After the bombings, the oil glut was erased and oil prices are now quickly recovering. That's a two-for-one big win for both Saudi Arabia and the US-led corporatocracy. It's because the strength of the US dollar is based on the petrodollar system. And the more oil that Saudis sell in US dollars, the more profits for big banks. Plus, the corporatocracy gets an excuse to escalate war with Iran, which has refused the petrodollar system. As Mint Press News reports, US warmongering with both Iran and Venezuela is all about their refusal to be forced into the petrodollar system by big banks. Last Thursday and Friday, we reported on the Democrats' move to impeach President Trump. Most all the Democratic candidates are in favor of impeachment, including Elizabeth Warren and frontrunner Bernie Sanders. But anti-corruption candidate Tulsi Gabbard believes most Americans will likely not consider the evidence against Trump as a very compelling case for impeachment, and that impeachment at this stage would be terribly divisive for the country. We heard from indie journos as well, including Lee Camp and Eleanor Goldfield. Eleanor said the Democrats' decision on impeachment is like a fucked up layer cake that reveals all the layers of corruption in the system. Lee agreed. He said the Dems don't seem to realize this impeachment is revealing how this whole corrupt system works. It's outing all of it. They're referring to the fact that even though Trump's actions were definitely wrong and maybe impeachable, Trump himself was investigating Biden's actual real corruption. And as reported by Politico, it is quite extensive. We also dug into the US-led coup in Ukraine, which intersects Biden's corruption and Trump's impeachment. Most Americans aren't aware that the Obama-Biden administration staged this bloody coup. It's a stunning portrait of the inherent corruption and hypocrisy of the corporatocracy, and how big media, big tech, and the State Department participate in ongoing collaboration to keep us in the dark about it. As Kingsley Dennis wrote for wakingtimes.org, the mass propaganda of the corporatocracy is so perfected, he believes it may be robbing us of our abilities to separate illusion from truth. That's exactly why we produce the daily wake-up call, to make it easy for folks to connect with the independent journalists and activists who are fighting for truth and justice. Those who understand the urgency of this moment in human history and who understand that we no longer live in a representative democracy, but a corporate plutocracy, who understand that it is beyond delusional to think that we could ever vote this corporatocracy out of power. And most importantly, those who understand that we have to combine our voting with real political leverage. And what we wholeheartedly believe at the Waking Justice Project is that the only real leverage we have in this corporate plutocracy is mass organized boycott. It was not voting, but mass worker strikes in the 1930s that won working class Americans a 40 hour work week and overtime pay. It was the bus boycotts and restaurant sit-ins by black Americans that helped force civil rights reforms in the 1960s. It was the great boycotts and the salad boycotts in the 1960s and 70s that won economic justice for migrant workers. 
And it was the divestment protests on college campuses in the 1980s that helped end apartheid in South Africa. If you want to learn how all of us in the work of global justice can join together in strategic boycott and force this corporatocracy to the people's bargaining table to end all of this oppression, warmongering, and corruption, and to save our planet, please visit our website at wakingjustice.org. Check out our About page and listen to our first podcast. We're running out of time. Join us. Peace. You must be involved in the struggle for freedom and justice. Justice is rising and it ain't just us, it's all of us. If it's our love.